From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave, and under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III, and on top of all of that, He's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always Put America first. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages. Welcome to a special post-State of the Union edition of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Well, we've got a super-sized show today, so we're probably going to go a little bit longer than normal because there's a lot of this to digest or de dissect. Uh, I don't know which, but uh, you can't really digest it because it was so sickening last night. And, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to say this was a see-I-told-you-so moment, to quote the late, great Rush Limbaugh. I told y'all yesterday this was going to be a speech of lie after lie after lie. And... True to form, like Joe Biden and the Democrats, or Democrats, whichever you prefer, he didn't disappoint. Now, one of my philosophies in life is the beauty of low expectations is that you're rarely disappointed. And, well, the low expectations were met. So nobody was really disappointed. Now, of course... The lies got so bad, and I mean so bad, you've got boos and heckling coming from the floor of the house, from Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, people like Lauren Boebert. I mean, I'm even looking at Kevin McCarthy, the speaker, and even he's like shaking his head, kind of rolling his eyes like, I can't believe he just said that, and it was a bald-faced lie.
And yes, now for those in the media who thought, you know, I mean, yeah, they hate MAGA, they hate people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates. I mean, the real conservatives uh, in the Republican Party and in the House. I know y'all that. I mean, it's I know y'all hate them. I mean, and of course, they're like, well, they're just mean, and they were uncivil, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I just wanted to look at people like that and just go, you got some real... Oh, all right, sorry. I almost forgot. Today, because of my slightly sour mood, I'm putting forth, before I really delve into this, a salty warning. Because I might get a little salty today. Because I saw so much crap within the last 24 hours, it really makes me mad and and rather nauseous to my stomach. I mean, the cold open uh, today that, that it just started. Donald Trump summed up the State of the Union in two minutes. I mean, the real State of the Union than Joe Biden did in an hour speech reading off a teleprompter lie after lie after lie written by his speechwriters blah 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 <clears throat> excuse me so yeah this is gonna not be fun uh i mean and this and trump gave his remarks before the uh state of the union speech i mean wow you want to talk about being succinct and to the point well, President Trump was, and people know it. The polls show it. Even yesterday, stories from the Wall Street Journal talking about our record trade deficit from last year, our record $950 billion. Wow, we are getting into the $1 trillion neighborhood when it comes to our trade deficit. China playing us like a Stradivarius, and they know Joe Biden won't do anything because they own him, they own his family, they have all kinds of blackmail material that they could unleash on the world. And because they know, and the, and the balloon was just the latest with the CCP saying to us, the American people, we own you, we can do whatever the heck we want, whenever we want, to whomever we want, however we want. So yeah, I mean, that's what we got. Just, we're fine with China, you know, the economy's great, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, just even the segments I did see, bold, face lies and oh and it got better i mean in some ways it got better now of course there was there were pre-buttles and there were rebuttals and frankly i believe the star of the night was none other than uh governor sarah huckabee sanders the new governor of arkansas and she was great. And I'll get into her rebuttal a, a little bit later. But I'll tell you, one of the people I absolutely love to listen to is uh, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. 
And he's great. I, I love him. He is so down home and comes up with the best one-liners, the best memes. I mean, oh my gosh, the man is amazing. So yeah, I mean, he gave his own personal uh, rebuttal to uh, to Biden and the State of the Union. Uh, and I and I want to and I want to play it. I mean, it's not that long. It's only a couple, little over a couple of minutes, but it is absolutely classic John Kennedy. And for the good folks of Louisiana, you got yourself a winner here. You really do. I love him. But let him speak in his own words. What we uh, what we heard tonight from the president were words. That's all they were. Words on a teleprompter um, written by the president's speechwriters. In Washington, I have learned, you, uh, you have to watch what people do, not what they say. In Washington, what you do is what you believe. What you do is what you believe. And everything else is just words, just cottage cheese. Um, president Biden has been president now for two years. We know what he believes because we know what he has done. Higher taxes, bigger government, more spending, more debt, more regulations, open borders, a weaker military. Criminals are the good guys. And every school library should have at least one drag queen no matter what the parents think. Those aren't words. Those are President Biden's record. That's what he has done. Uh, one final point. The president tonight talked uh, about how sound, in his opinion, the American economy is under his watch. Uh, it's as if he parachuted in from another planet. President Biden wants you to believe. Think about this. President Biden wants you to believe that hamburger costs four bucks a pound, a whole chicken costs eight bucks, and your 401k is crashing because the economy is so good. It's just not true, folks. Um, to paraphrase one commentator, for two years now, President Biden has been pushing on a door that is clearly marked full. The American people and the people in Louisiana deserve better. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> That's why I love this guy. He puts it right to the point and throws in a little bit of humor just to make it, well, go down a little better. But, he, but Senator Kennedy is absolutely straight up right. Yes, we were treated to words. The American people were treated to nothing but words on a teleprompter. We know what Biden is all about. If you've been paying attention, what he does is what he believes. And I love the way Senator Kennedy put it. What he does is what he believes. And for the millions upon millions of Americans who are just struggling, I mean, my gosh, people, you even have the mainstream media polling not exactly favorable. <coughs> mm, excuse me. 
ABC and CBS had their own recent polling with just this week saying that Americans do not believe they are better off. They don't, you know, it, are you better off now than you were, uh, say, a couple of years ago? And the answer is a full-blown no, the majority of people. And even some super majorities, depending upon which poll uh, you listen to. But my gosh, people. Oh, my, 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 my. It's just so depressing. You know, but if you were paying attention, this whole thing with the Chinese balloon, the canceled trip by Anthony Blinken trying to go over to China and bend over and grab the ankles for President Xi and the Communist Chinese on demand. This was nothing more than a smokescreen. It was, because now today, today, the real fun starts. The congressional committees in the House, oversight, judiciary, uh, the weaponization of government, which just recently added Congressman Matt Gates of Florida's District 1, which pretty much the left pretty much went cocoa for cuckoo puffs. Too bad. Get over it. If you don't like it, well, just embrace the suck, buddy. And all you Democrats, deal with it. Because this, and I am very proud that, I, I don't live in his district, but I have friends who do, and I'm not that far away from his district. So, a big, huge shout out to Matt Gates from a fellow Floridian. But yeah, it's all there, baby. It's all there, because today, James Comer and the Oversight Committee uh, were basically starting out bringing uh, these former top executives from Twitter dealing and testifying how they systematically squashed your freedom of speech, how they squashed the laptop from hell story uh, from the New York Post and Miranda Devine. I mean, get the book laptop from hell it's oh my gosh you want if you really want to learn something oh yeah learn that but more stories great stories by john solomon five star investigative reporter in just the news mm, talking about uh the hearings in uh, congressman comer's oversight committee now the headline from today was former top Twitter executive we used visibility filtering to suppress certain content well now that's got to be fun now the sub headline to me is even better uh, chairman Comer argued that Twitter worked with the FBI to monitor the protected speech of Americans with the Hunter Biden laptop story as an example, but a former Twitter exec says he doesn't recall talking to the FBI about it. AKA uh, attempted cover up. I mean, how many FBI uh, folks were working at Twitter? Hmm, how many? A lot, apparently. And now the Weaponization of Government Committee, I love what Jim Jordan said 
just yesterday. He has deposed numerous FBI informants, whistleblowers, numerous, taking depositions even on the day of the State of the Union. And these are sworn depositions, baby, which means if they lie, it's perjury and they get busted for it. Oops. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, even some people think that, oh, what's a sworn deposition? I'm like, I mean, seriously? A sworn deposition is just as good as in-court testimony because you have to swear that what you tell that the tr what you're telling them is the truth otherwise you're going to get busted hello ever hear of a thing called perjury yeah well yeah it's a felony baby in all 50 states and all US territories oh pardon me my goodness uh oh, it's a little bit of an allergy kind of a day for me but it's okay we're going to get through this and oh baby, oh baby, and I'm loving this. What's coming, I mean, this is only day one of Comer's committee, only day one. And I can't wait for day two, but a little something that just absolutely blew my mind yesterday. Again, just the news. And one of its reporters, Greg Piper, Oh, you'll love this headline. Uh, just to let you know, Fauci's uh, headline, Fauci paper suggests Fed's new COVID vaccines were doomed from the start. Decidedly suboptimal, quote unquote. Systemic immunity through intramuscular injection has never worked for respiratory viruses, the, uh, the former NIAID chief admits, after stepping down promoting mucusal immunization long advocated by critics. Oh yeah, Fauci. Don't think that Fauci's been forgotten. There is a subcommittee about Corona and oh yeah, Fauci's going to be coming back to Capitol Hill. He's going to have to testify and do it under oath. And I'm really hoping that in the Senate, Rand Paul uh, can get a little piece of him too. So, yeah, this is crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. But in regards to Comer and his committee, this is just wild. House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chairman James Comer alleged Wednesday that big tech giants such as Twitter are quote-unquote under the control of people who are hostile to the fundamental American principles of free speech, unquote and have colluded with federal agencies to censor stories embarrassing to Joe Biden and his family. Well, all you folks who wanted to think that you were smarter than everybody else, calling people like myself conspiracy theorists and, you know, America first, MAGA, it's like, oh, you're, you're terrible, you're horrible. You know, we're just going to suppress it because they wanted to make sure that Joe Biden got elected and oh baby, and it all is now being exposed. I mean, there, I even like to think there's even a spiritual component to all this because the things that have been hidden and by this government and 
And God is the one who's helping expose it. They're not going to be hidden for too much longer. No, 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 no. I mean, everything from uh, the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ to the COVID mess, uh, Fauci, uh, Francis Collins, the former head of the uh, National Institutes of Health, the CDC, the, FB, uh, the FDA, all kinds of three-letter agencies are going to get exposed for the crap they pulled on us for the last two or so years, almost three. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to be hidden, try as you might, but I just, my prayer is that it all gets exposed, all of it. Good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. And then let the American people decide because this deep state, administrative state, whatever term you want to use, these people are an absolute, are they, they're not for you. They're not serving you. They're not serving you, the American people. They are, the government is supposed to serve the people, not tyrannically rule over them. And this is going to stop. This is going to stop. And I mean, not just on the governmental level. I mean, we're going to be doing this even on the culture level. Now, this whole, if anybody knows what happened last Sunday night at the Grammys on CBS, which, by the way, was sponsored in part, which was sponsored by Pfizer. Man, you want to talk about a match made in hell? I mean, we essentially caught a glimpse of hell with that opening number. It's kind of like in your face to people of faith, to people who have uh, family values, conservative values, Christian values, Judeo-Christian ethics. This is basically CBS and the music industries uh, in your face, deal with it. We're not going anywhere and you're going to, and you're going to like it. And frankly, and even in the media, I even heard that uh, Joy Reid, the really psycho um, ho, uh, anchor at MSLSD, I mean, I think she's really the queen of the psych ward over there. You know, it's kind of like, yay, we won the culture war. Ha ha, deal with it. Boom. It's like, oh, Joy, dear. Girlfriend, you have zero clue what you're messing with as as well as your other uh patients there in the psych ward so no we're not going anywhere and you know if you want to push crt and all this lgbt crap go right ahead but you will get pushed back you will get pushed back and you've been getting pushed back you can think everything's all cool because oh cbs and the grammys did this I mean, it's just perverse and demonic little uh, opening number which got applauded and sponsored by Pfizer. But the problem is uh, we're still in there fighting. The mama bears and the papa bears all over the country are fighting school districts. They're running for school boards. They're flipping school boards. We've, Florida has been the leader. We've led the way. Uh, last August, during the Florida primary, 13 school districts across the entire state of, the, of Florida flipped from leftist control to pro-parent, pro-student, pro-parent's rights. 
Yeah, 13 of them, including Sarasota, Jacksonville, and Miami-Dade. Excuse you, Joy Reid. Girlfriend, you have zero clue what's going on. And get on your meds, for heaven's sakes, and get a psychiatrist over there. So, yeah, we're, 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 this is going to be just all kinds of fun, folks. All kinds of fun. Um, but <laughs> I, I want to get into, uh, as I promised, I want to get into a little bit of the response by the very eloquent response by uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I mean, amazing lady. I mean, she just laid it out. Uh, those two and a half years as White House press secretary came in very handy uh, explaining why Joe Biden and his cronies are all kinds of messed up. And I want to play at least a couple. Uh, I'm going to try to get at least one good one. Uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's like almost 15 minutes. But yeah, it's going to it's going to be really a stark contrast as to, you know, what Joe Biden did before the American people and he thought he could get away with it versus reality. And oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. So I just want to take a portion of this and play it for you. So uh, just one moment here. So forgive me for not believing much of anything I heard tonight from President Biden. From out of control inflation and violent crime to the dangerous border crisis and threat from China, Biden and the Democrats have failed you. They know it and you know it. And it's time for a change. Tonight, let us reaffirm our commitment to a timeless American idea that government exists not to rule the people, but to serve the people. Wow. There's a concept for you. Government actually serving the people and not trying to micromanage the living daylights out of you. <laughs> That's a great way to start, Governor Sanders. But folks, there is more. Adversity and fear of the unknown can paralyze <coughs> us, but faith propels us to charge boldly ahead. We can't stand still in the face of great challenges. You and I were put on this earth for such a time as this to charge boldly ahead. I'll be the first to admit President Biden and I don't have a lot in common. I'm for freedom. He's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. And at 80, he's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. In the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. But you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. It's time for a new generation of Republican leadership. 
Upon taking office just a few weeks ago, I signed executive orders to ban CRT, racism, and indoctrination in our schools, eliminate the use of derogatory term Latinx in our government, repealed COVID orders, and said never again to authoritarian mandates and shutdowns. Americans want common sense from their leaders, but in Washington, the Biden administration is doubling down on crazy. Doubling down on crazy. God, I love that line because that's exactly what's going on. We are doubling down on crazy. It's like a bad episode of the Twilight Zone mixed with a train wreck and a whole bunch of crap. And it's just, ugh. This is exactly why things are becoming more polarized, but I don't believe that it's a necessarily a bad thing. Now, do I like it? No. But it's now come to a point where we have to realize what we are as a country. Are we really patriots? Do we care about the American Republic, the Constitution, the rule of law, the Judeo-Christian values that helped found this country and were the inspiration for our nation's founding documents? Or are you just going to double and triple down on wackadoodle? I probably, you know, Governor Sanders was a lot more generous, but no, we, I'm not going to be that way. I'm not going to be nice about this because this is life in wartime in our country and to a little bit lesser degree the world because essentially we've got a culture war we're heading towards potentially world war three with the russians you got china looking to take taiwan uh whenever it really wants to so long as they can keep some sort of a blockade or a no-fly zone over it this is life in wartime not just in Ukraine, not just in Taiwan, but really on the streets of America, in school, in schools. I mean, you want to talk about really racist? A New York, in New York State, a school apologized for serving chicken, waffles, and watermelon for lunch during Black History Month, which we're in the middle of. I mean, I saw that and I went, what? Ace, oh, I mean, that is full on racist. And not only did they need to apologize, but whoever came up with the idea needs their sorry ass fired. That's just stupid. It is racist, it is blatantly racist. And frankly, this is exactly the type of thing that Governor Sanders talked about, CRT. And yet, they want to tell black kids that you're nothing but black kids, brown kids too, that you're a victim and that the white kids are nothing more than oppressors. This is what I believe Governor Sanders is addressing when it comes to doubling down on crazy. I mean, who, who comes up with this nonsense? But that's... Uh, that's a rhetorical question best saved for another episode. But I'll tell you this, folks. This is nothing short of a full-blown, 
full-grown, straight-up, white-hot mess. And we're right in the middle of it, and it's going to be up to us, not government, not even your city government or county government, maybe not even your state government. But Washington, D.C., not you don't drain the swamp, you nuke it. You just nuke it and just go on and try to re and rebuild from there because what we've got in this country is going to take something and, and we're starting right now with the whole debt ceiling argument if we don't get our financial house in order and if somehow some way the left succeeds in destroying the american republic we might as well just close up shop last one out turns the light off that is what we're facing that is not hyperbole this is what happens if we don't do our jobs as planned by the rules, liberty-loving Americans? This is what we're up against. And if we're not going to fight now, when are we? These are just hard realities that we have to face. And if we don't, and if we don't do it unified, together, telling the elitists in New York and L.A., everywhere to say hey not here not now not on my watch and not with my money that is what we're up against and this is not the time and especially to my dear brothers and sisters uh my christian brothers and sisters this is not the time to go and play ostrich putting your head in the sand is how we got here in the first place not paying attention to things is how we got here in the first place. This is why our country's messed up, our economy's messed up, our border is messed up, even the church is messed up. And if we don't get our acting gear, we're going to have some really tough explaining to do one day when we're all before God. A whole lot of it. So this is really wartime. And the warriors, the watchmen on the wall, need to step up and step up big. Because we got to have you. I mean, I'll do my part. But everybody else needs to do theirs. And if you have to just simply do it at, in, in your community, in your neighborhood, in your city, in your town, hey, go for it. Because that's how we win. Town by town, neighborhood by neighborhood, state by state. And then we go after the big dog in D.C. Yes, I'm a little upset today, but dang, I have seen more just asinine crap just spew out of people's mouths that I've seen in a long time. And it just upset me to the point where I just said, this is bull. This is total and complete bull. And now the day of reckoning is starting to come because now we've got the hearings going full bore with Comer, with Jordan, and all the others. And frankly, the House needs to get a serious spine and titanium stones to tell Biden, to tell Yellen, and all these other yahoos who just love to spend us into oblivion this far and no farther. You better, you better draw a line in the sand 
and not one bit of an increase in the debt limit. You need to start living within your means. This utopian woke nirvana that the left and the media want to impose upon us is, in the words of many uh, leftists, it's unsustainable. You can't do it. You just can't print money out of thin air and everything's going to be fine and you can just spend it here, spend it there, blah, blah, blah. I mean, no, you can't. This is not how families work. This is not how businesses work. They can't deficit spend. And so long as you can keep that in your thick heads, if, you, if families can't and businesses can't, then you can't. Set the example. Do something responsible for once. And I'm talking Democrats and Republicans. I'm blaming both parties for this mess because the ever-loving spending uh, Republicans, especially in the Senate with that idiotic omnibus bill, next. No, it was wrong-headed then, it's wrong-headed now, and with the House appropriators going at it for the next few months, you better take the summertime and get your house in gear because you cannot, literally or figuratively, afford to keep this up. And because Biden doesn't want, he wants a clean bill with no, uh, with no amendments, that ain't going to happen either. So, Kevin McCarthy, it's your time to shine, baby. Step up to the plate and do something for the people, not for the Chamber of Commerce Republicans or any of the donor class or the lobbyist class on K Street. This is your time to shine. Be a great speaker. Be historic. Do the right thing for the country, not for yourself or your special interest. And with that, my friends, I'm just going to call it a day. Because if I do, I'm just going to just jack up my blood pressure. But anyway, folks, if you still want to send us questions, comments, shout outs, just email us at inblackandright at gmail.com. Check out our website right now, inblackandright.net, because you've got major glo- three major stories about what the globalists are up to, including the Chinese. And believe me, you will not be sorry that you read it, because you will learn things that nobody else probably knows. Uh, let's see. Also, if you... Uh, I would encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. We our audio podcast. We are available on every podcast platform that's out there. Just look for In Black and Write or our flaming microphone. That's us. It's not hard to spot. Just subscribe and uh, we're still growing. We are still growing little by little. We've got all kinds of downloads going on. We're reaching well over 30 states, eight foreign countries, and a partridge in a pear tree, I guess. But but yeah, we're, we're having fun, and we're going to keep doing this, and keep doing this until our nation is on the right track and saved. So for now, take care, my friends. I will catch you tomorrow, and always remember that patriots come in all colors. <laughs>